you took from the actual book itself. It's his favorite book all time, yeah. yeah I reckon it's it's one, and there's not not even something else close oh, to it. Yeah. Like I've never, I've never read it. About the Quran, but the only. I say something. You know Simon Sinek? Yeah. He has in the end of his books, like start with why I read it. Is he has a he thanks every single person that wrote good books. All the famous people we all know. Of. Then he goes, but then I want to thank one more person who is the top tier. The, I have to be the most great. Say like with building the habit because this is something I need to implement. Inshallah, after I say this, is starting off with the timing. So like time yourself for five minutes. Put so when you start that timer, put your phone away, put any other device or distraction, and you know that five minutes is solely just for like reading and nothing else. Like how beautiful like ikhtilaf is. Difference of opinions when you learn fiqh. And you start learning how different like scholars, these guys are not me and you, or I just say me because uh, you guys can be on your own level. Yeah, yeah. But these guys are like top tier, like the amount of knowledge they have. They look at some hadith and they all derive different. Hey guys, before we start the episode, I just want to let you know that on our Instagram right now, we're doing a giveaway for our four book recommendations. So if you guys want, subscribe to our YouTube, follow us on Instagram and comment on our last post, which book you want, share it around and tag two friends. Enjoy the episode. Today's topic, if you haven't already seen the title, uh, we're going to talk about is reading a died out treasure. I want to start with Mr. Books himself, Ashraf Imam. Tell yeah, us, what else. do you like about What do you like about books? Sorry to dead call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, <laughs> I wanted to ask you. I wanted to ask you because, mashallah, you you read a fair bit. Yeah? yeah. What is it about books that intrigues you? Like, w- like, what is it? Well, I think personally, like, I was never a big reader growing up, and I hear all my mates like we have Mahad, Ahmed, you know, behind the scenes say like from when they were growing up, they used to always read books in school, and I was never like that. Yeah. So me, I started reading when I was eighteen, and I started reading, and it was like. There's just so much amount of knowledge that I couldn't gain from other places. Maybe now you can, but I didn't know how to like utilize the internet, podcast, YouTube videos to kind of gain knowledge. So the main thing is like I can gain new perspectives and it's time away from my phone. That's the biggest thing. Like I'm against ebooks completely. Like if someone says they use an ebook like that, obviously it works for them, mm. but like blue light, melatonin, it's not worth it. I just look at it like it's a time away from phones and then it's just. For people who don't know what blue light and melatonin is, go ahead, tell them. Just for the people that don't know. Not me, just somebody should else. should do some research. And I just like your phone um, produces blue light. Mm-hmm. And like the sun gives like yellow light and that can kind of help you wake up. But blue light, um, melatonin is like a... It's, a, chemical, in it's a chemical in the body that tells you like you're tired, you're sleepy. You know, and like 30 minutes of mel- um, blue light, like screens, can delay melatonin for up to three hours. Before you sleep, so if you're reading your ebook before bed at ten thirty, you could just delay your melatonin. So that's why sometimes you don't get tired. I'm tired a lot of the times. I watch a t- TV show at ten p.m. I'm up until three and I'm not even tired because yeah. the blue light kind of just delays melatonin, delays melatonin, delays your sleep yeah. um, chemical in your brains to tell you that you're tired. Does mm. TVs do TVs have melatonin? Uh, sorry, blue light in it? Yeah, same well? thing. All type of technology, all screens. You know, oh, so it's three hours. So they recommend one hour before sleep anyway. Yeah, and even half an hour makes a difference. Like, because yeah. uh, for example, I'd love to do two hours, but you can't because you put your alarm on, you use yeah. your phone here. You know? Just try not to use it. Like yeah. a- even half an hour makes a difference because mm. just and do things like me. I do things that kind of make me realize that like sleep soon. Like I'll get changed into my pajamas, I'll dim the lights in my room, I'll stretch and then brush my teeth. So my body kind of knows that's my sleep time. Yeah. If you're just mm. lying down in bed on your phone on Instagram, then you n- turn over and try to sleep. It's hard to fall asleep. Yeah, so chuck out your Kindle. 
yeah. if you're watching, <laughs> Mr. Ashraf Imam recommends it because um, you're killing your sleep. I want to talk to Ali now. Ali, Let's go. tell me a little bit more, brother. I don't read as much as Ashraf. This is the reason why <laughs> I heard him say We're going to talk about reading Okay, Yes, we know you want to talk about reading We'll do it, no worries Me and Ali are probably the only two here That have just started recently That's why like I'm clarifying that year. we're on the <laughs> other side of the spectrum We're not stupid We, we read our social <laughs> books in year 7, year 8 We had to do that Not even that Beth, bro, come on bro. No, Ali, yeah, read but Ali read in school Like no, honestly, I didn't. Specky McGee, Specky McGee, you read Specky McGee. I know you did. I read it, but then it's like you know when you read something and you finish, it's like oh, what did I just read? Yeah, yeah, that sort of reading. That's what I went through. Did you read Holes? Part of the curriculum. No, I never read Holes. No, watch it, bro. The movie was good. Who watched it? What about Ant Farm? Come on, bro. What's that? Ant Farm. Come on, bro. These are all school books, like Force. Yeah, yeah, George Orwell. Yeah, Macbeth. Macbeth, yeah. Come on, The Great Gatsby. Cause I didn't do this here. Yeah, stop bringing back these. Well, I was kicking balls. Making me insecure now. Books like a bunch of donkey. Yeah. Yeah. So like in high school, now I didn't really read books and that. So even if you saw me two years ago, like actually, sorry, right now I do kind of read books. I'm kind of forcing it, forcing the habit. But then if you seen me two two years ago and you asked me about reading, I'd flick you off. Like, no, I'm not going to read. I'm not a reader. I kind of like um convinced myself I'm not a reader. I've never been a reader. But then. All of a sudden, I should started reading. I think overseas, or whatever. And he, and he started reading recently. I'm like, oh, I, I can actually like build this habit of actually like reading and learning stuff. I'm not mm. actually that dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like people, yeah. like because a lot of people convince themselves, oh, I'm not a reader. I can't just sit there. Yeah. And even till this day, like I know, I know a lot of my friends. They can't read books. They think they can never develop that habit. Mm. But so right now, yeah, I do read books. But then it's like, I'm still kind of forcing the habit because I. But I know how much you can learn from the books. Like, like right now. I'm reading Productive Muslim. I've been talking to Ashra about it. He's read it as well. But then it's like, you Did get into awesome. it, you read like the for the next few days, and like, oh, yeah, I'm actually learning stuff. Next thing you know, it's been three weeks. I haven't read it again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you just get easily get distracted by other things, whatever yeah. whatever, whatever else is going on in your life. you got to build the habit, I think, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, I want to know. know. What got you into reading? Other than the fact that, like, you, you're getting off your yeah. phone and what? Well, on, on, a, on Ali's point, yeah. something you have to do is make... Th- so how knows the guy James Clear tell, make the habit oh visible. Mm. If the book's not on your bed, if it's not mm. on your next to your bedside table, if it's not somewhere you'll see it, you're gonna forget about it. 100%. It's like there's so many things we do. Like you know, I try to take fish oil tablets. If it's not, if it's in the cupboard, I'm not gonna take it. Yeah. You try to eat healthier. If the food's packed away in the bottom of the pantry, you're not gonna eat it. But if it's right in front of your face, the fruit, you're gonna eat it. So just make the thing visible, whatever it is. Yeah. Any kind of habit. But also, also, the problem is as well, like. Let's just say I do put my book in my bedroom to make it to make it more visible because I do. But my phone is also visible, my laptop's also visible, and it's so much easier just to yeah. hop on YouTube. Put your phone in the cupboard and your book on the table. So you think like that's not creating happening. more. St- yeah. Do you reckon like yeah. creating more steps to like reach my laptop or phone more like more than actually getting my book? Yeah. So make it easier for you to grab the book than grab anything else. Or even the opposite, bro. Creating like a reward system. So saying to yourself. If I read five pages and you start out small, you get a cookie. You get, <laughs> if you want a cookie, <laughs> you get a cookie. Yeah. Or you want to use your phone, hop on social media. Chuckle. Yeah, I get the idea. You know what That's I mean? a good idea. Rather than, so then instead of turning your phone into some sort of like burden where, hey, this is the reason I'm not able to read, it's like, hey, you can you can group the two of them together mm. and go, for getting one of this, I get a benefit out of it. And oh, so you're more inclined to yeah. do it afterwards. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I heard so I heard another idea as well, like <coughs> like you said, put in the books, put in the cupboard, but then also like you put a timer on. So let's just say five minutes, and then you put your phone away, and then once you get obviously the timer goes off, it's like okay, at least I did it. Like you're forced to. You're kind yeah. of yeah. pushing the agenda. But a lot of times, people, you know what they do? They ignore it. Because I remember putting a, a limit on my app one mm. time, and then I remember seeing it. It's like, wait, are you? Who? How do you think you are talking to me, telling me, oh, this is enough time on this app, bro? Like, mm. what is it? Ignore. And then I pray, I'm like, oh, you're an idiot. The whole point, you're the one who put it, you dumbass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you go, okay, no, no, it, It's the discipline thing. Apple really yeah. thought that was something when they well, did that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I've had that for like a month, and straight <laughs> after, I'm like, I'm not even listening to my phone. Yes. Do you read a lot Take now? It me, do I read? Uh, yeah, yeah fair bit, alhamdulillah. Tell us. Um, Tell us. I want to hear Ashraf's answer to what got him into reading because clearly you said I wasn't a reader from like childhood mm. and all that kind of stuff. The Re- only reason I asked you that question is because I also started reading like in my late teens as well. I remember we used to hear <laughs> <laughs> the stories. Legendary and I used to meet up at La Trobe and read together. That's How's that a thing? Not not yeah. made up to read, yeah. but we'd kick it and, and then, read, then we'd yeah. read. Yeah, book club. <laughs> for People are gonna be listening to this and be like nerds. One <laughs> <laughs> on the train, the lawn, right next to the water. We just sit, yeah, just read, chill. chat about a book, or whatever. What book were you chatting about? Tell us. I think Malcolm X. You were reading Malcolm X. I, so I was reading Tools of Titans, Tim yeah. Ferriss, at the time. I remember that. That was a good book, very very good book. But only reason why I was what I was getting to was because I remember one of the reasons why I hated reading. Like my sister. She loves books, yeah. But her love for books, uh, it's like bigger than like books itself. She'd read everywhere she goes. You know what I mean? She would probably, like like not even lying, she'll probably pick a book over her phone and she doesn't even have to discipline herself just because of the amount of love she has for the book. I used to look at it, but it's all like fantasy books. You know what I mean? Harry Potter, oh, them fiction. type of things. Yeah. How do they do that? I don't know. They started young, bro. Bro, it's, I, I think hate it's, those I, books. I think it's when you have love for it at a young age, it just becomes like normal. Oh, you know? It's so like you got, your TV show. Yeah. That's, mm. that's essentially what it is. Or us boys playing. Nostalgia. Yeah, like yeah. hopping on the court or something like that, playing a couple of games together. Mm. PS4, that was a big one for me. Yeah. But either way, so I was confused at it. And I remember she, she got me onto a book called Percy Jackson at the time. Yeah, oh. and then it was like the whole series, yeah. and then I'm like, let me just. I, I remember we moved into my new house at the time. <laughs> I just bought the three last week. Oh, yeah. it goes off, lightning thief. That's my favorite. Have you read it? <laughs> I just said yeah, I bought yeah, last week. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, right hey, anyway, so I remember we moved into our new house, and then the house was um, newly built, so we had no internet. So I'm like, oh, let me try out this reading thing she's doing. So I got the Percy Jackson lightning thief, and mind you, this I was like 14 at this age, mm. at this time, and then after at this time they used to make us read books for school. I used to it's hate it. And you know what they also used to do at school? They used to put you in levels as well. <laughs> like you're like a red, like you're in the red group and like you're like an amazing reader. Mm. And me, I, I was not a good reader, bro. Is there, is there a group for non-readers? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit group. Just <laughs> so <laughs> being that. I would have probably been in that group too. Yeah. But I remember when I read the, the Lightning Thief, she got me onto it. Bro, it put me into a whole new world. Like, like I started making like imaginary like settings and all that kind of stuff of the book. So I was like, oh, this is nice. But I'm not going to lie. I never read a book since until I got to my late teens. And then I'm like, oh, let me but actually, you, let me get into it. You kind of remember you had that feeling like it was a pretty good feeling. It's a nice I know when feeling. I read Harry Potter and I, I used to be a guy that used to always say movies are a thousand times better than the books. Yeah. And then I read the books. And I'm like, subhanAllah, what I was missing out on. Oh, it's just so much more detail. It's like mm. the movie in your head and it's just so much better than the movie. So you you take the books over the movies? Yeah. If you've read, you can't, honestly, you can't make an opinion unless you've read the books. Like, you have to have both and you can make That's a judgment. True. It's like saying, what do you like more, beef or chicken? Have you only tried beef? How are you going to make a judgment? Because I like beef. Come on, bro. <laughs> nah, but it, it's good. Harry Potter, yeah. the books and stuff. 
yeah. but it's those kind of things like those kind of fiction books but it's good for imagination and creativity yeah. but it can only it should only go so far mm. get it i think sometimes as well the 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 actual writing the ability to write because of reading is actually really important yeah, as your well. grandma and stuff so you actually the way you express yourself and all okay. that sort of stuff you never realize but subconsciously you become a better writer after you read a fair bit and i only noticed this because um i only started reading last year towards the start and actually no, towards the end of 2019 that's when i started reading so I can give you the perspective of somebody who was still in adulthood-ish and who, who went through life without reading books and then mm. somebody who started to introduce books into their life. So um, <coughs> the first book I ever read, well, properly, like well, past like VCE and high school books and stuff was The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F. Was that the first book? That Serious? Was f- that was the first proper book I Why ever is this read. This l- when I gave it to you? Oh, yeah. Actually, no, The Prophet. By Khalil Gibran, but that's like a kind of how a about meditations thing. Wait. or agenda change meditations as well. Agenda change. <laughs> how many do you? I don't consider them like me consciously going. Yeah, I'm a reader now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there were just things that I was like, oh, I picked them up, and I didn't even know I was reading. I was just kind of like, I'm interested in this. Mm. It's kind of like a magazine or a newspaper. You don't say mm. I'm a reader you because I read up. a newspaper. Yeah, yeah. They were kind of a newspaper to me. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They weren't like a like I'm going out of my way to consciously learn something from this book specifically. But the subtle art was different. Yeah, the subtle art, what happened was, like, um, I remember Ashraf hyping it up to me. He's like to me, bro, amazing book. And I, and I got him, I need to borrow it. And then he gave it to me. And he didn't get it back for like four weeks. I remember this, yeah. <laughs> where's my book? 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 And I'm like, this is the first time I've actually been hooked on something, like, especially a book. It's the first time I've actually been hooked on something and gone out of my way to, like, move people out of my, out of, out of my, like, out of my time. So, for yeah. example, I would cancel plans with somebody just to read. No. Voila. It was the funniest that, thing ever. That's, you mean you're a reader. If you're yeah, going to cancel yeah. plans. He's a scholar. Bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't do that. I, would, I was working at Samsung at the time and then I would finish my, like, like I would have a break yeah. and then I'd go get my food before my break. So, I'd pretend I went to the toilet. I'd go get the food. I'd sneak around the back. I'd put the... F- oh, no. If Rosie's listening to this, she's going to get me. <laughs> <laughs> I used to hide my stuff in my car, come back to the... To the, to the the thing and then she'll go go on your break it's just so i could get more time to read yeah on, yeah. on, on my life that's how you know it was a good book yeah. when you make that like extensive effort just to read it that's how you know but it's a good book it shows when people talk about attention span and stuff yeah. like that oh i can't read i can't sit there for 20 30 minutes yeah i've heard people say that and then the same kind of thing as soon as they find a good book they can do it and, and jk rowling says like everyone's a reader you just need to find the right book yeah exactly that's all it is yeah and i think 100%. what's really important is whatever you're going through in you in your life at the time and you're looking mm. for a certain answer. If you get the book at the right time, bro, I'm telling you, it's like a different. You, you it's life changing. That was that. That was man's search for meaning for yeah, me. Yeah, I got you. That's what. Oh. <laughs> I knew. I was gonna come to that. I was gonna <laughs> talk to you about that. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about. Uh, so tell us a little bit about man's search for meaning. Then I actually, actually, genuinely, because I, I yeah. bought the book recently, mm. and I'm like, before I go into it, I want to hear what you took from the actual book itself. It's his favorite book all time, yeah? Yeah, I reckon it's, it's one and there's not, not even something else close oh, to it. Like I haven't even, I haven't even read it. How about the Quran? Wait. But the only... I'll tell you something, you know Simon Sinek? Yeah. He has, in the end of his books, like start with why I read it, is he has a, he thanks every single person that wrote good books. All the famous people we all know. Of. Then he goes, but then I want to thank one more person who is the top tier that I have to be the most grateful for, and it said Man's Search for Meaning. Wow. Victor Frankl, wow. yeah. Like, everyone sure. puts this book so high up. Like, it's the only book that changed their life. Yeah. It's one of those books. And you know what's funny? I didn't realise how big that book was till later on. 
Like when I started seeing like Tony Robbins, like how many times he shouted out. Les Brown, how many of his lectures have I listened to? Yeah. He shouted out a million times. Then you sent me that Simon Sinek thing and I'm like, wow. Like, and I heard it from Dr. Phil out of all people. Mm. You know what I mean? Because Dr. Phil was talking to Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones. Um, and she was talking about like her, her, her troubles with like mental health. Yeah. Then he speaks to her and they're, they're having a chat and all this kind of stuff. And I remember this is when Dr. Phil started his podcast, Fill in the Blanks. Yeah, so it was new, and I'm only on there. It's a sick name, because Phil. Phil is a great <laughs> yeah. And after, the only reason I hopped onto our podcast, first of all, because it just started. And first of all, I'm a Game of Thrones fan, so I was like, Sophie Turner, what the hell? Why not? Anyway. Um, he so watches He watches the version where it's like sensitive. Yeah, yeah, the, alhamdulillah carry on, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then after what happened, well, she's speaking about like her mental health issues, and then after he's asking her, like, you're a young, beautiful girl, you're, you're on one of the most famous shows of all time, you know what I mean? Mm. One of the highest rated shows of all time, like, like, how do you deal with that, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, you know one thing you should read? Men's search for meaning. I'm like, oh. Did she get offended? No, 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 no. He was low-key diagnosing her, like, on the actual thing. That's and I having, like, an open conversation. Later on, I'm like, oh, let me suss this out. And he spoke about the attitude bit, which is my favorite part of the book, mm. you know what I mean? To the point where I have that bit memorized, like, what side of the page. And no way. Yeah. Before that, damn. was the book beneficial to you because of, like, just in time? Yeah. Was it the timing or was the book just that top tier? It's... To answer your question, it's not the greatest book of all time. Like if, if I go to someone else and someone says, debate it with me, yeah. uh, it's going to be subjective why I'm debating yeah. it with them. It was because it was the right time with the whole, mm. uh, actually I won't explain why, but the whole thing in terms of, it was just right timing with what Sue said basically. Find the right book at the right time and it'll be the greatest mm. book ever. Because I tried reading that book. I remember Ashraf kept like telling me, oh, it's so good. <laughs> and what? <laughs> so Ashraf. tried that I was like, I started laughing. <laughs> it's right behind you, right there. He bought it. We're in Europe together. Has and I it? saw it. It was the bigger version. It was $2. I'm like, bro, buy it right now. $2 book? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, like, so buy it right now. So I, sta I started um, reading it, yeah? So yeah. I read a few pages. And I'm thinking, nah, this is not for me. But then th you, that's why you're right. Like, it's all about timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe in that time in my life, like, I'm just not as interested. And it's a small book, bro. Where I'm going to need very, it in another quick. time. And it could be actually life-changing yeah. then. Yeah. But you know, it's one of those things where it's like TV shows. People like like The Office. How highly do you all rate The Office? Love oh, it. Love but it. When, you when you recommended someone, what do you say? You say just say give us some time. Season one's a bit slow. Yeah, yeah. It's the same with ninety percent of things. When you go to gym at first, when you try something new, just give it a bit more time. Yeah, and like, like invest a bit in it, and then khayr, inshallah. It's not for it's everyone. Yeah. You know how the book starts. The book starts by speaking about the concentration camps, and I remember recommending it to someone, and they go, "Oh, it's way too um, like it's way too gruesome." Yeah, because of the the whole the whole concentration camp, people dying and all that mm. kind of stuff. It's like one thing turned them off from the book and they haven't even got to like the juice, like the, yeah, the crux of the book. Yeah. Um, I got a question for you boys. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your thoughts on audio books compared to actual books? Like you mean like the podcast type thing where it's like you well, listen to an audible yeah. and it's stuff like that. It's like David Goggins, but you listen to audio book. That's what yeah, yeah. Nah, I read it. I actually read it. The reason why I read it is because um, some people learn visually and some people learn like through um, audio. Mm. So, for example, like Do you think uh, that's yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, actually, sure. yeah. even Fraz Zahabi said it in the in the podcast that I was going to send you last time. Um, he goes, he goes, I only listen to audiobooks. He goes, I don't, because like I read every now and again. He goes, but I don't, I don't really consume knowledge as quickly as I do that if I listen to it. So, so some people, he goes, he goes, and I genuinely, I feel like I'm a better listener than a reader. Yes, he goes. So for me, it's actually a no-brainer for me to go for my strength rather than trying to work on a weakness. So say double down on a strength mm. rather than a weakness. So if you for some reason like the 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 um can't hurt me like David Goggins book like I told you I was listening to it when I was running. I can't read it while I'm running. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> the bonus of like audiobooks, yeah. multitasking. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so to if do you're other driving things, yeah. or if you're doing something as well, but you really really want to get into, mm. for example, like 
you got a mad book and you're like, you know, I can't actually read it now because I'm driving. Otherwise, it's because it's illegal. So I can still kind of consume the knowledge, mm. but like without having to like use yeah. my eyes or to yeah to read. But Jordan yeah. Peterson actually speaks about that. He like because someone asked him the whole question about like what's your thoughts on audiobooks? Because basically back in the day, the way that everyone obviously learned was by reading. So this whole thing with audiobooks is like it's a new phenomenon. Mm. Phenomenon. Yeah. Phenomenon. Phenomena. Phenomena. Seashells, seashells by the seashells. That's <laughs> the one, but it's good. Um, <laughs> and then after, so they're speaking about it, they're breaking it down, and then after he goes, <coughs> it's one of the greatest like like inventions in our current time. Audiobooks. Uh. Audiobooks. Why? Because how much people have time, bro? Like you're traveling, you're commuting from work, from home to work, yeah. your traffic and all that kind of stuff. Bro, you've got knowledge at your fingertips. It super makes consuming easier. Yeah. And that's the but main thing. Don't get me wrong, though. At the same time, I can't learn from audiobooks. Like, I like it for its convenience, but I feel like I have to read it, listen to it like three times for yeah, me to yeah, actually yeah. cement it in my brain. Yeah. The Quran was audibly transmitted. Initially, there was no written Quran. That's true. So think about it. Yeah, like it, it, There obviously could be some sort of deeper meaning to the reason why people can consume knowledge like uh, more effectively through hearing rather than through reading. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like obviously, they did compile it. I know I, I might be <laughs> saying something. No, no, only because... Like it was, th- it was audio, like done audio, like audio by talking audio. for like thirty years, and then it was written, and also their memory. These there's generations of people that will hear something once and remember it. Yeah, yeah. If you say something to me ten times right now, like seashells, yeah, ten times, I won't be able to say it. Okay. Like my memory, the, our attention span, our alertness, focus. our focus isn't the same as back then. That's what you have to take into consideration. No, no, I was just putting it across. I'm not saying that this is a hundred percent. Like. This is gospel, what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying, though, like, a lot of the times, and I remember, I can't remember who it was, I think it was Yasser Qadi, he was talking about listening to Quran and reading to Quran, and reading, reading Quran. Mm. Like, a lot of people think that, like, you associate memorizing Quran with just reading it and mm. then going over and over and over, but you can actually, you're allowed to listen, and it kind of has the same effect if you read along with it. And you get you the reward I mean? for it as well. Yeah, That's ex- how I think, like, a lot of people, like, I remember my sheikh, when he was teaching me how to read Quran, like, get better, he's like, listen to Sheikh Husari. Mm. And read along with it, yeah. Because then it's like you get the best of both worlds kind of thing. Yeah. It's that kind of thing where it's like listen to people with proper tajweed, and then you yeah. kind of like, you know, correct yourself. And there's a lot of people, bro, like Sus was saying, that actually learn, yeah, and can memorize based off just hearing things. Yeah, like I know, I'm, like I've heard narrations of like Sahabas where because Rasulullah used to read certain surahs in Salat every single week, like Jum'a, he used to read Surah um, Qaf, yeah. So when he used to read Surah Qaf, one of the Sahaba. Um, she memorized Surah Al-Qaf just by Rasulullah consistently reading it. Not maybe off one shot, but over like five weeks or something like that. And that's that's incredible. I think we all kind of like think the same thing. Like there's times I just listen to random surahs in my car. Yeah. Like Surah Kaf, I used to listen to every Friday and not even like concentrate. Now you can kind of recite along with it. And you've never actually looked at the page. If someone says Surah Kaf, they'll start from A55. I might know the next couple of hours. Yeah, and yeah. then it's like, but I've never actually tried to memorize it. Yeah. It's just your brain. Yeah. It works like that. SubhanAllah, it's yeah. crazy. So then is reading overrated or underrated? I reckon it's underrated, to be honest. Like only because of coming from a from a perspective where I went through life till about 23 years old, like saying, oh, bro, come on, man, these guys are aerators. They just read books to look smart. And, and then you realize, bro, there are people that have gone through things that have written books about certain things like in life, for example. Now, I'm not talking about the sci-fi books and the Harry Potters. And yeah. Ra- I think they're aerator books, to be honest. <laughs> <But> That's next. <laughs> not for you, yeah. <laughs> but um, 
but when I, when it comes to things like, for example, like man search for meaning or can't hurt me or whatever, so, yeah. like there are gems in there that um help you deal with things that you're currently dealing with, like like the the you're kind of like going through in life. Yeah. Mm. And a lot of the times is you can't you don't need to reinvent the wheel in order for you to kind of like benefit or to kind of get through things. There's already somebody who's gone through has written a book about it, yeah. and like you can't really withhold yourself from the knowledge of like like for example, yeah. Um, like say you're going through a death in the family, yeah. Mm. There's somebody who's already written like I'm like there's probably a hundred books, two hundred books about dealing with grief. You know what I mean? Mm. And like the more you read about it, the more you can attach certain things to your feelings, and then you can kind of go from there. You know what I mean? And it, it starts to become a lot more real. Yeah. And you can kind of like deal with the situation more, like you can deal with the situation better. You know what I mean? And also people that haven't been through like the death in the family, for example, they can they'll be more prepared yeah. for those situations to happen. Exactly. Yeah. So what do you reckon, Ashraf? I think the the fiction books, like just random story books, are a bit like sometimes I think they're a bit overrated because people don't talk enough about the non-fiction, the beneficial side of it. Because why we read, like how we spend our time, we're going to be accountable for. Yeah. And like, unfortunately, we're not a generation that reads six hours a day. We say, okay, let's break it up into four hours of this and two hours of this. We only have like a finite amount of time to actually spend, like, feasibility or just spend like. You know, in pursuit of something we want, so I'd probably like say reading just fiction, reading non-fiction like beneficial books is underrated because mm. the amount of benefit it can actually give to your life because you start to realize how much you actually don't know and how many different areas there's. It brings you closer to the deen. Mm. Like Islamically, like I remember Sheikh Abdullah Bihi when he came on the episode, he had a kitab next to him. I said I'm doing some setup. He opens his book to read three lines. And he closes, he goes, I'm like, oh, you read like, cause I used to read, but not like that level. Yeah. And he goes, man's best friend. He goes, you should always have a book on you. Mufti Munir says you should always have a book on you. Every single time. Because our job is to always seek knowledge, learn new things about the deen. Like, our deen really got transmitted through books. Mm. Like Ibn mm. Taymiyyah, Ibn Qayyim, Imam Ghazali. The amount of knowledge they passed down for over a thousand years is all through books. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Ibn Kathir. Yeah, yeah? Ibn Kathir, yeah. yeah. Like, these, but the amount of books, it's like, you know, I remember there was a story like the Prophet ﷺ used to um, let prisoners of war go if they could teach 10 people how to read. Wow. Used to, if they could teach 10 people, it's like that's how high the stature that's is, you know? Serious. Like mm. reading has been around since the Prophet's time, like 2,000 years, 3,000 years. Like it works, man. Yeah. It's 100%. everything else we know. Phones, iPhone came out, what, 2007? Yeah. Things, TV, radios, cassettes, all these yeah. things get axed. Books, why have they been around for 2,000 years, 3,000 years? Yeah, what was one of the first commandments, bro? Not Read. one of the first, the first. The first. first. It wasn't Isma, yeah. it wasn't audiobooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it, That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, subhanAllah. Yeah. Even like, you know, when I first started reading, Malcolm X got me. Because everyone puts Malcolm X on this level. Malcolm X, before he got to prison, was nowhere near the, the person he was after he came out of prison. Yeah. And the <laughs> only thing, he goes, he even said, he goes, no one benefited from prison to the same amount as me. Like, no one at the same level. And why? He said it was only because of reading. Mm. The amount of things, like Hamza Yusuf says, the amount of books this guy read, yeah. and the level was like, subhanAllah, I don't know how he did. He taught himself how to read. Who? Went to Malcolm? Malcolm X. Wow. Went to the dictionary, he rewrote the whole dictionary. Yeah, Every yeah, single yeah, word. That. Heard that. Every ridiculous. single word. He used. To, he, you know. You know why he wore glasses at, after prison? No. Because at night they used to turn off the lights, and he would hide a book like from the library. You know, like in the movies. So they'd turn off the lights, and he would jump out of his bed, and he'd use the hallway light, As a and, he, and he'd read. Wow. And then the person would come and he would go hide again. That's why he wore glasses before prison. No glasses after prison glasses. 
But and he even says he goes, reading was the thing. It's like people rate how intellectual he is. Mm. Jordan Peterson, you know, all these guys that like they speak and it's like they have to read. They to have read a way, yeah, the, way yeah. the way they talk, the way they can persuade or inform, give knowledge. It's like Subhanallah, you know. Hey, sorry if I can. No, go, 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 ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, essentially, it's just the way you're able to express yourself after yeah. reading. Like, like I remember me as a writer. Like for example, like I used to have to write articles for uni and stuff like that. I reread them now after like, after like a couple of years. I'm like, bro, this is trash. This is actually really bad. Do you know what I mean? And then I like I read my 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 um, they're not really theses, but they're like ten thousand word essays on marketing strategy for like a certain thing. And I'm not boasting or whatever, but mashallah, like it's a massive difference in the ability to write. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like mm. like it's like a substantial improvement. And yeah. at the time, you thought it was like, oh, I should get an A. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And well, I remember talking to my little brother because he's currently finishing year 12, yeah? Shout out to Hamuda. But, um, Shout out Hamuda. But, <laughs> but hey, follow him on Instagram. NEB. <laughs> <laughs> Source course, man. <laughs> but basically, yeah, he, um, I remember him, like, he's struggling a little bit with, like, writing for English for year 12. And I remember being in the same position. Like, how am I rewriting the exact same essay that somebody else wrote online for, for, for like, an essay for myself? On Sp- like, you know, Sparknotes, you remember mm. I used to write essays for certain, for certain, um, like, uh, what's those things? Prompts. Yeah. Yeah? And then you rewrite that essay, and you don't know a word of what they're saying. Mm. And then, like, you come to write your own one, and you compare it, you're like, bro, it's like eons of, di- like, like, it's so different. Mm. It's so different. And you realize that you're lacking because you don't know how to express yourself correctly. And the only, because we're not talking, you know? When you write, you don't talk. Yeah. You're like, you're, you're, you're writing as if somebody's going to read it. So unless you know what it's like to read something, you won't know what it's like to... Subhanallah. You know what I mean? So and you know, some people are actually better communicators than they are writers. The yeah. same thing I think with like I, I hear and I memorize better than reading. Mm. Like some people they would write perfect essays, but then public speaking, like in front of the classroom when they had to do a um, presentation, yeah. buckle. Yeah. And then someone else, like I remember there was one time, sorry, off topic, in year seven, <laughs> my Sheikh Abdul Nasir, he goes, we want to do a debate. Three people on each side, mm. okay? And me, I, c- I can talk, okay? <laughs> so I go up, he goes, everyone prepare for a week. And then he puts me in the group. I didn't know, I didn't prepare. And then I came up with an empty textbook. I opened it, the whole page was empty. And I pretended like I was reading something like this. And I'd, and I'd, I'd look at each person's mistake and I'd call them out. I said, look at this person, they said this. And then I was just calling them out and I made myself sound good. I won best like speaker and I showed my friends the book empty. <laughs> their, their facial reactions, I still remember. I was like, subhanAllah. But it's just like, if you can speak, but then my writing, Ds, Cs, Bs. Yeah. I could never yeah. get an A in English. But then visual presentations, it was easier, you know? Yeah, 100%. I agree. I think I had the yeah. same thing. Yeah, Allah. That's probably one of my biggest regrets as well. Like I was saying it to myself. If like if I had to, not that I can, Alhamdulillah, I love the way my life is. Yeah. But if I had to change one thing like in, in terms of the course of my life is getting into books at a younger age. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I remember always used to complain about the same thing. You know the whole thing about yeah. um, getting back your thing and you're getting C's, 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 yeah. B's, C's, C's. And you can A. never get that like that one A. And it's like... It's like you can't change it overnight. You know what I mean? Mm, it's like yeah. all of these people, the reason they're getting A's and all that kind of stuff is because they read, yeah. they're articulate. But also, you know, I've heard like people talk about, I think Jack Ma, the Asian guy that created um, the Alibaba. Alibaba, he says, don't make your kids A students. Get them C's or B's because the A students end up working for the C's or B's. 
You know, because they just spend all their time studying and they don't learn other skills. Like so you life might, skills. And obviously, that, yeah. you didn't. You said you didn't read at all. Maybe it would have been better with the balance. But it's like the balance kind of thing where you might maybe worked when you're 15 and played sports yeah. and did cl- like Quran classes and then you read books. Yeah. You had that balance, and that's kind of better. No, but at the same time, though, you know, you know, the whole the reason why I couldn't get A's and all that kind of stuff and the lack of articulation came from not reading books. So even though, like, maybe I would have wanted to, like, work less or do this less and all that kind of stuff, like, I still would have wanted to be a bit more articulate. So that's one thing that I, like, I can get, can work towards down the line, inshallah. You know what I mean? But I wish I had it earlier if there was one thing Mm. that I would have had. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, Have you ever felt like reading was a waste of time? Yes. There's certain books. Some, yeah, some did, books, yeah. yeah. But usually I get off those books straight away. I don't waste okay, my time. Like yeah, I have yeah. a, I have a rule to myself. Like if I'm reading a book and I generally like do not enjoy it, I get off it straight away. Like there was one book that was recommended to me like two years ago, 10X Rule. I, person was speaking about it, speaking about it, speaking yeah. about it. Najim told me to read that. 10X Rule? Yeah, 10X Rule. It's like I got the gist of the book in like the two, first two seconds and then he wrote, he wrote it for like in 400. They say a lot of books are like that, like 80-20. 80% is the same and 20% is new. And a lot of books are just an extra book. But I know, like, I don't want, we don't want to overhype books because sometimes you s- read 600 pages and you only remember, like, two or three things. Mm. And actual knowledge, it's not the most efficient way to do it. Yeah. Sometimes if you actually, like, need to learn something, mm. you can just listen to a lecture, listen to a podcast, you know, listen to Fair Dinkum, you know, there's always something good. Mm. Or, like, you read an article about it. Like, sometimes you don't have to read 600 pages. Like, I know I read The Sealed Nectar. Mm. Prophet, a biography Top tier book Everyone Like it's won prizes Everyone talks about it As like the best book And when I read it It was like 650 pages Yeah You know And it felt like It was a school textbook 100% And I couldn't build a connection mm. Like the Prophet's yeah. life It's like It was telling me more facts And figures And maybe I maybe I don't resonate With that kind of thing So maybe Yasir Qadi Or some other Seerah that someone else yeah. Has given Or even another Seerah book 100%. That maybe resonates with me more Like more of a story Yeah They bring it more but to life It was like I read it and it's like I thought Because people told me They've read it And cried at the end of it Yeah And then I read it And I'm like I can only think Whole Prophet's life from that I can think of lectures That I've Listen to once And I know more from that 100% mm. And it's like Subhanallah It wasn't the most efficient way It didn't work for me But What's you give you it another try So you read the whole thing Whole thing you Cover to whole, cover You didn't feel nothing And I felt Obviously oh, I felt obviously, yeah, I learned facts And I learned interesting things But it didn't give me What I thought it would And oh, it, like even yeah. if If someone said Should I read Sealed Nectar It depends on your personality And how mm. it, If you're not interested in Like if you're not used to reading books I'm not going to give you A 650 page book to read Maybe expectations Yeah Like when the yeah. moon split I know it's the same author 300 pages mm. Same biography So that could be better It's, yeah. the sa- it's literally The guy who wrote Sealed Nectar But it's a shorter version okay, So yeah. that could be a better option You know Like I would have probably Enjoyed that a lot mm. more Yeah Because you read it for two months And then it's like Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think it is the expectation Thing you just said Cause Because yeah. you start a book Let's just say like the productive Muslim I'm reading now, it's like you're reading it and you're waiting for that life-changing quote. Yeah. And you're, you're waiting, where's the page? It's like, come on, I need something now. It's like the whole point is just to be like going yeah, through yeah. the process, yeah. reading it page by page. That's why I got off the self-help books for a little bit as well. Because you were trying like... Yeah, because with the, like the whole 10x thing, it's like sort of they were saying the whole, the, the gist was the same. Like you get yeah. the message from certain books, they just articulated it differently. Mm. Yeah. And then after when I changed it to like, books about people's encounters and their experiences in life, I felt more of an emotional connection because I started to lose the love for books 
because of the books I was reading. So one thing I'm, I'm like a big like advocate for is changing the genre of the books that you read. Like if you read the same genre the whole time, it's unless you time. really, really love it to the point, like like my sister, for example, who can read fantasy, sci-fi and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. You're going to have to change it up. You've got to get a bit of like spice to your life. Yeah. yeah I remember yeah. reading this book, When Breath Becomes Air. Yeah. And when I was reading the book, yeah, I was telling Ashraf about it. Yeah. <coughs> when Breath Becomes Air. When and Breath Becomes Air. Yeah, it's not a doctor book. That that, that's a bad way of saying it. A doctor's on the cover of it. It's a guy. It's yeah. Basically, it's a, the doctor gone through his life, and then after treating patients, yeah, who die of cancer and blah blah. He's a neurosurgeon, but then he ends up being on the hospital bed, and he's speaking about his um, experience Derek from Grey's Anatomy. Say again, Derek. From <laughs> anyway, um, so he's ex- his exp- he's talking about like his experience on both like treating the patient and being the patient, but. The message I'm trying to say from all this, yeah, is the book gave me some sort of like emotional connection to the point where, like, bro, I sat there, like, I had finished at like two hours and a half on the spot, just sitting. I just couldn't put the book down. Came late to work one time just because of the book, yeah. But it, it gave me the love for books all over again because I remember I was reading like the whole self help book, all this kind of stuff, and I'm like, I started like fizzling out of it. And like with uni as well, you read books the whole time. You just read, read, like, let me take a break away from it. Come back to it and you come back with it. Yeah, I like think you need, to, you need to create that healthy balance with reading. Yeah, because yeah. you want to be reading the book from the get-go and sort of mm. like be in with the enjoying book. The enjoying the process as well. Enjoying the process as well. Yeah, because also like I think for like the n- people that don't read, to start off reading, like with me, how I started getting into reading was firstly Ashraf, but then also <laughs> even just listening to podcasts. Like about books or about the topic, you know, oh, them like interviewing the author. Yeah, yeah, like the short snippets and then they yeah, talk yeah. about the book and how it relates to that person's life or how it can connect to me. So and then it's like, okay, I'll give it a chance. Yeah. yeah. Then you'll look into the book. So it's like, like how he got into Can't Hurt Me, David Goggins' book. Mm. Yeah. You listen to, it's like Atomic Habits. I listened to the author talk. So it's like, let me suss his book. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Atomic Habits, bro. That was the one. Yeah. When, when, um, whenever I, um, I was flicking through YouTube and then a video popped up of him talking about the, the effect of small habits or whatever, I clicked on it. And everything he was saying was making sense. I'm like, wait, and this guy goes, I wrote a book about it. I'm like, mm. so there's more to it. And he's like, yeah, okay, well, I want to delve into it. And then I think you had already known about it, but then I kind of nudged you to remember it or something. You bought like it that. first. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let me buy it. Yeah, yeah. But then like for that, for that in itself, man, it's like if you're looking for that knowledge, if you're looking for something like if there's answers you seek in life, there's always a book about the answer. Mm. Yeah. There's always either the book or there's some sort of knowledge you can get from somewhere even you know he talks about it I, I was g- gonna i was gonna quote it last week w- and then sheikh bilal gave the exact same thing he talks about like action process and identity and it's like this circle and then cir- a bigger circle and then it's like how you're oh, yeah, yeah. and then he does atomic habits he breaks it down it's like we do an action and then it goes to the system and then it makes the identity but instead we should go identity process action yeah. So instead, mm-hmm. like before, we say I want to read more. You should say I am a reader. Yeah. I want to be a reader. Start to convince yourself. So you're it's that the type identity of thing. And then Sheikh Bilal spoke about it. And it was an Islamic perspective. And I didn't want to quote it because as soon as I interrupt that guy, he's gonna drop twenty gems. There's no yeah, point yeah, in yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it was one of those things mm-hmm. like you're supposed to change your identity before the action. So yeah. say I'm gonna become a reader. I'm someone who goes to the gym. I don't want to go to the gym. It's mm-hmm. an identity. Like put yeah. belief in yourself. So every time you read, every time you go to the gym or you do something good, it's a vote to your identity. Mm. So you're more confident in yourself. There's certain things you do, Ali, mm. that you're confident. If someone said, bro, you don't play soccer, 
Like the way you're, you're, you're I'm stupid. A baller, yeah. You're yeah. Yes. But, Who uses but yeah. if someone says, "Oh, you don't listen to audiobooks," you're like, you know, it's your mm. identity. So you take those votes yeah. towards your identity. So you should be confident, like, and think first, like identity before action. Have you have you ever had that moment where you were like, okay, yeah, like today I ate healthy, and then you sit down, and you're like, you're, you're watching TV, you're like, it's only a matter of time. Like there's like a whisper at the back yeah, of your yeah, head. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before you start smashing out a feed from like fat or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. <laughs> the sugar craving comes like, back. Well, and then you're like, hang on, wait, come on, bro, what am I, like, I just started, man, relax. Yeah. Nah, kind of like, it's like that. So if you switch your identity at the beginning to go, nah, that's it, this is who I am. I'm, I'm somebody who eats healthy, or I'm somebody who reads, I'm a reader, or I'm, I'm an athlete, or I'm this. It's like, you can kind of automatically, like, nullify that subconscious thought. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? By saying, yeah, nah, actually, no, I am somebody who goes to gym four days a week, or mm. I am somebody who reads every day or quite often, mm. but... Yeah. You know, one interesting thing about books that's, that I always think about when we talk about Atomic Habits is what's going on in your life at that time. Yeah. So with Atomic Habits, the first thing I always think of is the office. TV show. Yeah, because when, when, I, when I started it, or the f- when I started the first page, I was watching my favorite episode, The Gossip. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I, Michael Scott. It's the one thing. Michael yeah. Scott's going dumb. So every time I watch it, I remember like me sitting outside. It was a nice, it was in winter. So it was like, it was summer day. So I was like, oh, I loved it. And it's like other books do that to you. You can remember like a certain place in time. Like for example, Tools of Titans. I think of the lawn at La Trobe. You know what I mean? Oh, that's, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's another cool mm. thing about books as and well. Even I remember when I used to read books, like even with you guys, Atomic Habits, I like to read it at the same time as my mate. You know, I tried to do that with you guys with Atomic Habits or even Malcolm X with... Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know yeah. that? It's, it's no. like little things that can kind of help because it's like, I know you're reading and then the guy goes, hey, how's it going? We don't even have to chat about it, but it's like, oh, that's another reminder. Yeah, I know what you mean because um, I remember Raul, shout out to Raul. I remember talking to him about because he smashed out Atomic Habits in like a week, bro. <laughs> mashallah. He did it in a day. The guy's he too much. He smashed it mashallah, out. Mashallah. And then I remember him going to me like, Oh, this is what I took from it, and I try to implement it. And I'm like, wow, I forgot that completely existed in that book. So I get, I understand what you yeah. mean. The, the benefit they the benefit, bring yeah, out, yeah. So someone else's perspective can, like, someone else can see something that you didn't see, or something that was important that you might have missed, mm. and then you can kind of give each other like yeah. the, the gist. But the same thing, like in life, there's so many times like experiences. You know, when you travel with someone, you take away different points from them. Mm. Or when you even when you go meet a friend, like you, might, me and you might meet a guy. I'm like, but the guy's so nice. You're like. To be honest, he was giving me greasies. Yeah. Or he was, it's like, what the hell? But it's we just, it's different ways of thinking. It's a unique thing, but anything in life's like that. So you just got to kind of like, that's why it's good to be around people, you know, they always bring new perspectives. Mm. And you think you're similar to people where they actually take away big differences. Remember when we were reading Principles, yeah? I was expecting us to take away the same points every single time we discussed it. Yeah. And we used to like highlight some points and then discuss it later and be like, oh, what'd you get out of it? Yeah. Yeah. Every single, I think we only had like, most often like, Two or three points out of ten nah, that was similar, same. and I mm. think oh he'd get that same point. That's you know what I mean? And uh, the ones that we'd get similar were, were the obvious points. But he'd okay, link yeah. some to fair dinkum. Like I didn't even think about fair dinkum oh. there, because you know, and That's it was like whatever resonates with you. It's different things. Yeah. It's like it's as simple as I can't remember who told me, but then you know when people like reshare things on the Instagram story, yeah, that motivates them. It's a motivational video yeah, or like yeah, life changing, yeah. like you know, adv- Islamic advice. It's because it affected them so much. But then it doesn't mean like it's going to resonate with that person the exact same level. Yeah, 100%. Mm. So it's just it, d- people resonate with different things at different times of their life. The, I, remember, I remember this. I made this quote up. So whoever, whoever wants to chat, 
come give me I take money for copyright <laughs> but um remember when we in arts remember if you ever did art class in like year seven year eight they used to always do the same thing with everyone the fruit bowl yeah mm. so they chuck the fruit bowl in the center they see everyone in a circle and they go okay everybody we're gonna draw this fruit bowl yeah and then after everyone's finished they present their work and everybody's everybody's view of the fruit bowl was different so everybody's perspective was different, which means that everybody got a different drawing of the fruit bowl. But it's the exact same fruit, the exact same bowl. Everything is the same for everyone. But because, but because everybody had it from a different perspective, everybody came out with a different, with a different image. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? So that's like life. Yeah. So whenever you, whenever you see a situation, me and you probably both experience the same thing. For example, if me and you are ever in a car accident, I experience something different to you. And my perspective of the car accident or your perspective of the car accident will be two different things. Do you know what I mean? So, like, it's like whenever you see somebody, you got to understand that not everybody sees everything the same as you. And sometimes there's actually beauty in that, especially when it comes to books or when it comes to knowledge or of benefit. So that means you got something else to learn because mm -hmm. somebody else has seen it from a different light. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. I wanted to switch up and I wanted to cause I want to end the episode on this but go yeah. just because that just I reminded, was gonna me, end on that good that reminded well. me of like how beautiful like ikhtilaf is difference of opinions when you learn fiqh and you start learning how different like scholars these guys are not me and you or I just say me because uh, you guys can be on your own level yeah, yeah. but <laughs> these guys are like top tier like the amount of knowledge they have they look at some hadith and they all derive different of opinions you know it's like it just it's a part of the deen and it's like it's a mercy from Allah like and it's accepted. Yeah, it's, it's like accepted. Difference of opinion. And it's beautified too. Yeah, like it's it's good. It's a blessing from Allah. And I, I wanted to end the episode on this. Like obviously we've figured out that reading is not a dying. Uh, is is not a what was it called? A dying treasure. Dying. Yeah, trend treasure. Treasure yeah. trend. Whatever. Even it like is. yeah. It shouldn't be. It should never be. I think reading will probably be to the end of time. If I'm being honest, because there's too much benefit. But um, I wanted to I wanted to give something the listener like give the listeners something to take away with them, so. What book do you recommend? And give me a, like a little short summary of why. I wouldn't recommend a book. Like I'd love to. Besides, besides the Quran, because the Quran should yeah. be mm -hmm. a staple. I, I'd love to recommend a book, <laughs> like, uh, but then everyone's different. Yeah. Anything's bad. I'd recommend that kind of habit where it's like, even if you say, I'm going to read five minutes a day. Like, don't say I want to read 50 books a year. You know, yeah. you say I want to read 10, 10 minutes a day, for example, and you pick a book you're interested in. Obviously, Ramadan's coming up. So it's kind of ideal time to say, so pick a part of the deen that you're interested in. Maybe Ali likes um, signs of the Day of Judgment. Your favorite companion is Umar, so you want to learn about Umar. You want to learn about the description of Jannah. Or I want to learn about the stories of the Prophet. I thought you went into my bookshelf. Sorry, bro. <laughs> but pick, pick a topic you're interested in, because Ramadan's coming up. It's kind of ideal time. Yeah. And then just read about it kind of thing, because then it just increases your knowledge. You know, there's a lot of Islamic, very good Islamic books. Recommend one. Like just just so the listeners can go, I don't know where to look because there's so much options. I think start with something. I think productive Muslims a good book mm. yeah. because it talks about how to be productive in this life and, and then also for the next and how to be productive like socially, mm -hmm. mentally, physically, okay. you know, personal development. It kind of like gives you quite a wide range of things. And the author, do you know the author? Muhammad Faris. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. Yeah. Muhammad Faris. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple of other good ones. Yeah. Um, Reclaim your heart's a good book. Yasmin Mujahid. You know, there's a and there's one. a good book, Sirah on the Prophet. You can read, you read When the Moon Split. Mm. That's a good book and stuff, and you know. Most of these books I can probably get from, like, if you live in Melbourne, you can probably get it from IBC as well. Yeah, yeah so we'll yeah. put it in the description. Yeah. In the description. But the main thing is just try to build a habit, like, talk to your friends and stuff. Ramadan's coming up, try to make the most of it, mm. yeah. you know. I want to go Ali. Um, well, with the book, Ashraf said the book I'm reading, so obviously that's my 
advice, but I would say the productive Muslim. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I would say like with building the habit because this is something I need to implement, inshallah, after I say this, is starting off with the timing. So like time yourself for five minutes. Put So when you start that timer, put your phone away, put any other device or distraction and you know that five minutes is solely just for like reading and nothing else. Mm. Even if you don't comprehend and remember everything you read, as long as you're building the habit, it's five minutes, it's not much yeah. out of your time. But you're just, you're making that, the actual time in in your in your day to read and nothing no nothing else, no other distractions. Inshallah from there you make it like seven minutes, ten minutes and yeah. then before you know it you're work, you're yeah. full invested in the book and you're actually enjoying the process. Alhamdulillah yeah. Abdullah hit me with a book because we've got two religious books. I'm gonna hit you with men's search for meaning. Man I'm gonna give it to you men's search for meaning. But the reason why I say men's for meaning men's search for meaning is like when you do read it and get past like the story side of it, the concentration camps and all that kind of stuff. Um, the gem that I took away, I have to quote this quote, or I don't want to abuse it. It goes, everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of humans' freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any get of any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. And why that quote there got me is, and this is applicable to everyone, yeah? Regardless of like anyone's situation, because if you take the, the guys in the concentration camps, um, it's called case, they couldn't eat. And even if they did eat, they would have like a set food. Like for example, in the story, he talks about them eating soup. Yeah. And the best of people, like the high class in terms of the concentration camp people, mm. the inmates. Yeah. They were the ones who got peas in their soup. Oh. If you got peas, you were lucky. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you had nothing. We, even when they wanted to take a crap. Yeah. Mm. They were given time, a certain time. Yeah. And when he was describing their physical body, he, he gave the description, I remember, of I think it was a rat or a cat. And when you get rid of their skin, like their fur and all that kind of stuff, mm. and they just have saggy skin, yeah? Yeah, 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 that's how inmates look like in the concentration camps. Mm. Yeah, And he goes, regardless of all of this, there would be people that would be running around and giving other people their food and this and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And he goes, you could tell when someone was about to die in the concentration camps. And you go, why? And then after he goes, when they lost hope. You know what I mean? They gave up like, on, their, on their attitude. They're like, oh, I can't do nothing about it. Uh. And if you have like that mindset, it's like regardless of my situation, I can always make some sort of impact or like you have that, it's not that deep, or it is what it is, or mm. have tawakkal. Do you know what I mean? Like, like regardless of what I can do, Ilahi's got me in control. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Ilahi's yeah. control of my affairs. Mm. You go anywhere in life with it. Do you know what I mean? So that's why yeah. I say that bit impacted. That's kind of like the subtle love, not giving it F. That's mm. kind of very similar. They can give you like a, like a very simple philosophy. Like I think subtle love, not giving it F, is more like palatable for the general public. Because yeah. man's search for meaning sounds a little bit more like um, intellectual. No, it or actually, is it, it is. It yeah, a little bit more intellectual than the, the last, because there's yeah. a third part of the book which gets into a bit of psychology. Yeah. But the first two parts is storytelling and just general things. So it's like anyone yeah. can read it. Yeah. So, um, for me, yeah, what's your book? I want to go two. I want to give one religious one, and then I'm going to give one that's not religious. So, for example, like a self-help one. For me, um, Agenda to Change Our Condition by Sheikh Hamza Yusuf, and I don't know, I forgot the other author that I really, really, really rate. Because if you actually read it, take it into account, and actually implement the stuff. That he's been saying in the book You can kind of see changes in the world Like he talks about changing internally In order for the world around you to change And subhanAllah uh, we, we don't understand Like that A lot of the times we think the problem is out there But it's actually within us So um, I think Hamza Dota said it Like there was a ma- like he actually articulated the perfect When um, Muslim is a believer Sorry the believer is the mirror of another believer So basically If you walked up to a mirror 
and say, for example, you had a blemish on your face, yeah, you had a pimple, are you going to try pop the pimple on the mirror or are you going to try pop the pimple on your own face? Mm. You're going to try pop the pimple on your own face. So if you try to pop the pimple in the mirror, you're not going to do anything. Mm. But then when you remove it from here, you remove it from the mirror image too. So basically, it's what you focus on and how you shift your own internal state and stuff like that. So I really rate Agenda Change Our Condition. It had a big impact on me personally. And then... Um, oh, I'm tossing up between a few. If you want, we can put some in the comments. Yeah, yeah. I even want to put the Mark Manson video, like, how to become a better reader. That's really Because that yeah. video, when I've been reading for two years, whatever. Yeah. when I watch that, I'm like, subhanAllah, that's yeah. a must-watch for everyone. 100%. Yeah. What's the what's the book? You think you're reading wrong. So you yeah. watch that video, you yeah. understand, okay, mm. maybe I'm not reading wrong. Yeah. I just need to read in a different it's way. It's not just me yeah, going yeah. through those struggles. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Um and the other book? For the other book, I would say on all honesty, like if I'm talking like impact wise on me, I would say the subtle I've not given F. Mm. For one reason is because it kind of give it gives you like a it gives you like a deeper meaning to life, but from a very like I said, palatable um in a very palatable yeah. way. So it's like it's easy to un although like obviously if you don't like swearing and that just kind of blur out the word the mm. f word because he says it a fair bit in the in the book, but like understanding life in general, and um and the um the setup of it how he puts stories across and yeah it's like it's I, I really rate it like I I'll tell you definitely had a massive impact on me as a person in general, so. I reckon we should leave it there because yeah. I don't want to drag on too long about reading because now all we look like is a couple guys who act yeah. like they're... The book club. We want you guys to please, in the comment section, talk about like what your favourite book is. Um, tell us why you liked it, inshallah. And then um, kind of get us, get, get, get some engagement going on this topic, inshallah, because <laughs> if anything, we, like, we we're here to help or benefit the community, inshallah. And if we can do that through maybe like like pushing reading inshallah and knowledge and alam and all that sort of stuff we'd love to do so so like we said share it, share it with your friends and whatever and then kind of tell us exactly what your favorite book is and why you liked it in the comments and we'd, we'd really love to hear your responses you can guys. even share it around if people send us and then yeah. they can get the reward inshallah, inshallah. if people read it and a lot of our listeners are actually in melbourne so they're productive muslim a couple of the islamic books you mentioned yeah yeah if you guys are in melbourne australia yeah, head over to IBC. Online as well, They can yeah? still buy it yeah. online. Yeah, yeah. we've yeah. got a website. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They can and also, too, people yeah. can recommend us books. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's, so, good one. Yeah. there's yeah. so many books we still probably don't even know of or what yeah. we can learn. 100%. Inshallah, because we're still on a journey. Learning things, yeah. Take us on Instagram. Yeah, don't forget. Yeah, also, we'll share, you. we'll share your stuff on our stories, inshallah. Jazakallah khair. Um, yeah, like, subscribe, send it to your mates. Please. Don't forget to also check out our TikTok. Show us some love there because we're trying to get... Cl no, I'm joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's we'll hit the renegade. No, we're no, not doing that. <laughs> 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 Take care. Yalla, sorry.